0: Welcome to 30 Minutes to Wealth, the show that teaches you how to build wealth
1: through real estate. Our company, Profunds Mortgages, has assisted real estate investors in achieving wealth for over two decades. Over the next 30 minutes, we're going to share some of our key strategies in real estate with you. Right here on 30 Minutes to Wealth. Today, we have an interesting show lined up that's going to discuss vacation rentals, which are short-term rentals such as Airbnbs and bed and breakfasts compared to the more traditional rental properties. Jason, thank you for joining us today.
0: Thanks for coming.
1: So you've been involved in real estate for a number of years and you currently have two vacation um, rentals. So tell us a little bit about what triggered this motivation to get started in real estate.
2: I guess that a lot of people, you know, that goes back to Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad Poor Dad. You know, ah, I yeah. Got a copy of that one. Was in uh, in college and read his Cash Flow Quadrant and his other books. And yeah, you know, it's it's always I've been always following real estate since then. Uh, we bought our my wife and I bought our original house, uh, and then we were able to get a, a home equity line of from that to buy a couple rental properties from that. Actually, purchased three properties from that.
0: Very wow. good. Yeah, I love using that strategy where you can actually refinance your existing real estate and then you can purchase multiple properties from that. And that's a whole other topic. We should do a show on that Mm -hmm. because that's a really great strategy where you can accumulate real estate by using equity from properties Mm -hmm. that you do have. But this show's about... Just getting short-term practice. rentals and um, Airbnb and um, all those different types of vehicles that we can yep. use to market this type of thing so
1: yeah so let's talk about your so the, the property so for first we've got your principal residence which you guys run a, a bed and breakfast out of so what is a bed and breakfast?
2: Uh bed and breakfast is it is someone's personal residence. They live there, they're on site. Uh it's there's a difference of hosting versus unhosting when you talk about vacation
0: rentals. So this is a, a hosted vacation Now do you have to provide uh meals for the people that are visiting your guests? So breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, or? so
2: we're we're part of the uh, Niagara and Lake Bed and Breakfast Association. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife does a
0: full gourmet. Mm-hmm. Oh, breakfast. Well, I've been to a few bed and breakfasts, and I love doing that. And specifically in Niagara on the Lake, which is just- and yeah,
1: that's a great idea to talk about the town as well. because yes, definitely. Stunning. That's
0: I mean, that's why we're down there is because of the area. We you know we
2: vacation there for years. We actually honeymooned down in Niagara on the Lake. So.
0: Oh, uh, it's a yeah. lovely place. I love it
1: there. I'm not. So thrilled about Niagara Falls. Niagara is really known for its wineries and its yeah. theater. There's a, there's a big draw to it. Yeah, exactly. For, for yeah, that we're
2: practice. 20 minutes from Niagara Falls. So if you want to see the Falls, you can do that for like an afternoon. But, you know, spend your time in there. You know, like there's there's great
0: restaurants there. There's uh, the Shaw Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all the wineries. So it's a good choice for investing in a short-term rental, vacation-type rental in Niagara-on-the-Lake, because you've got quite a bit. Even in the yes. winter months, you have people yep. staying there, right? Because yeah, it's, it's beautiful at Christmas, it's, yep. and it's beautiful in the summer. So. Yeah, definitely, we have our peak season, which is
2: like May to October, kind of follows the Shaw season. But, mm-hmm. you know, weekends, we still have guests at the bed breakfast, and even uh, this cottage, not as much, but...
1: Yeah. So let's talk about that. So that's your second property. And that's kind of the main one. That's your vacation rental. So um, how many rooms is that one? And how is this one set up? Uh,
2: It's just it's just a one floor, two bedroom, two bath house. Uh, It's actually it was our weekend getaway for when we first bought it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we just love getting down there. And then we bought the bed and breakfast. We moved down there and then we turned the, the cottage into a full time rental.
1: Full time rental. So, how do you market this property? Because that's a pretty big component to being able to find suitable tenants.
2: Yeah, there's it's it's um, basically the hotel industry. You know, you've got Hotels.com, you've got TripAdvisor, Expedia, you've also got Airbnb, which
0: everyone is. The big yeah, big thing right now, a big hot topic right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we have some Airbnbs, which we're going to talk about. But so, do you have your Uh, short-term rental um, advertised on Expedia, all these? I've tried a couple different ones, Um,
2: TripAdvisor, I'm on there. But really what I found is uh, 50% of my bookings come from Airbnb. The other 50% come from VRBO. And all these different sites, they charge a percentage. It can be anywhere from 3 to like 15%, 20%. So Airbnb is actually the best. They only charge 3 to 5%.
1: And that's basically, for, for viewers who aren't familiar, it's basically just a platform where you can yep. market your property. It's a for, site. For, yeah. Okay.
0: You know, just like, you know, you might put your property on Kijiji. So you do have a really good uh, response rate, I guess, from Airbnb and then V. VRBO, VRBO. It stands for vacation rental by owner. It's
2: yes. also owned by Home Away, so. You know, I mean, my main listing is VRBO, but people find me on HomeAway and some other other property sites.
1: And how does it work with screening the tenants? I mean, does, it, does Airbnb and, and those platforms, do they provide assistance in this? Or?
2: Yeah, yes, a guest actually has to register on the site. So that may require them scanning their a photo ID, like their driver's license, you know, maybe using social media, a phone call, you know, just like you verify any mm-hmm. other online profile you know, these things verify your identity, and then they're, they each provide a, a messaging app that allows me
0: to communicate with them,
1: mm-hmm. and I get the phone So call. you're ultimately, you know, making that decision. Do yeah.
0: you do any other further due diligence on the people coming into your home? Because it is a furnished rental, right? Yeah. So the, the short-term rentals, it's furnished. And I know with my furnished rental, um, I mean, I've got, I went overboard. I put a lot of stuff in there, and it's beautiful. But I'm so afraid to rent it now because... Yeah. I'm afraid someone's going to steal it, right? Like yeah, so you have to realize, I mean, you know, we you put your furniture in there, you
2: don't go overboard, you don't put like your good, you know, see, your, yeah. your, your, your best furniture your in there. Yeah. You know, I uh we've had uh our whole library of DVDs, which we don't even have a DVD player anymore, other than the cottage. So all the DVDs are there. If one of them goes missing, I'm, I'm not going to miss that. You know, right. Some of our books are there. If something goes missing, I'm not going to miss that. So right. and if a, a glass gets broken, it's
0: just... So have you ever had any issues with anybody staying at your place? Nope.
2: No, not so far. You know, you knock on wood, you hear mm-hmm. hear goodness. horror stories of people having parties, but you know, that's where you, you rely on... Uh, the verification from those sites, mm-hmm. you know, and even as you can get rated, our property can get a review and a star. You can also leave reviews on guests. So right. I can see what other,
1: other. So it's a community that you can yeah, kind of. I can
2: see what other hosts right. have said.
1: I think that would be
0: the biggest concern for people getting into this type of a, a short-term rental, like long-term rentals. We have the Landlord and Tenant Act that we have to work with. Where here, we don't, which is a benefit then, I which, guess. Yeah, right? it's, which is actually a good thing because you don't have all those regulations. Mm-hmm. Right. So if someone doesn't pay, yeah, so take you their can, bags, put them out there.
2: And- yeah. So actually... That's the good thing about VRBO and Airbnb is the person's already paid, ah, so the site brilliant. holds the money. As soon as they check in, the money is released into my bank. So
1: regarding the property, do you have how many separate units are you know in that cottage? Uh, the
2: house itself is just one house, so that's okay. that's how uh, Niagara Lake. The town of Niagara Lake has their own licensing, just like you know Waterloo has a long term license, London has a long term license. There's a short term license that the town of Niagara Lake has. So our bed and breakfast has a license. The cottage has a license. Mm -hmm. For a a house rental, it needs to be a standalone, um, separate, single-family house. Right. So it has two bedrooms, two baths and sleep up to four people. But I also have a sofa bed so I can actually have up to six people in the house.
1: So I think one of the main things that we want to look at, you know, when deciding and in, in investing in a property, a vacation rental versus a typical rental is, you know, what are some of the main differences and what are the benefits to investing in a vacation rental? And I think it comes down a lot to the returns, right? The so yes. yeah, so let's money, let's get into that a little <laughs> bit. Now, I mean, I guess the, the vacation rentals, there's a, a lot more upfront, right? So there's up, front costs there's you have to furnish the the units and there's more management on that
2: but you don't want to go overboard like we went to ikea and we got some great deal on on towels Mm -hmm. and and sheets and and the plates and Mm -hmm. but because we lived there we had a lot of extra furniture there already right it was already furnished but you're looking at you know maybe 15 to twenty thousand to depending on the size of the house to furnish it you don't want to go overboard you want a couple couple decorations. You want, you don't want anything too personalized because people are looking for the hotel
0: experience. Now, I guess the most important part is the revenue. Like if we're comparing, um, an income property, that's a regular rental. If you were, if you were to rent that house, um, not furnished as a regular long-term rental. Um, what kind of income would you derive from that house? That yeah. Well, actually, when we first bought it, um, my wife actually getting was um, relocated for
2: work, so we weren't going to use that as a cottage. So I actually rented it for twelve hundred plus utilities a month. That was in twenty fourteen. Now, if you go on, um, if you go on and see what people are renting now, they're like mm-hmm. anywhere from two to four thousand for a for a house rental in
0: in Niagara Lake. Wow. Mm-hmm. So
1: it's really gone up.
0: Wow, you got in at a good time. Yeah. So now, from the rental perspective, from um, short-term furnished rentals, how much are you earning there monthly? So now I'm averaging about three
2: twenty-five a night. Yep. Right now I've got uh, about 119 nights booked for the year for 2018. Last year I had 50 uh, percent of the day available days, like you know, half of 365 was booked.
0: Yeah. And I guess it just, you keep having repeat clients coming back. Yeah. Um, you get to know you now. So they keep, once you get the momentum happening on that, that program there, then they continue to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I have a website for the house. Uh, It's called Piper's Getaway. Uh, And I do get some direct
2: bookings and people calling me directly, but Mm -hmm. I just rather than use VRBO or Airbnb because, you know, I can, they've already been vetted. I can use the messaging app. They collect the payments. I don't have to pay credit card fees.
1: So I think stepping in, uh, you know, a good example that we wanted to share is both Carmen and I have examples um, of our own properties that we we
0: have as vacation rentals, short-term rentals, and they're furnished Mm -hmm. and yours. Well, yours was an interesting one. Very
1: interesting case. Yeah. So that was in um, downtown Toronto and um, it was, it was quite interesting because that condo, if you rented it as a regular rental, uh, you know, it would probably net about uh, 3000 a month um, in rental income. And the, if you were to rent it out as a vacation rental, re, uh, a yeah. short-term rental, you were seeing about 4,700. So there yeah, was quite was a, a large difference, difference
0: there. Yeah, That was lovely when you were able to do that. So yeah. and you did that on an Airbnb short-term yeah. rental fully furnished, it was gorgeous. The decor is amazing right downtown.
1: Yeah. So on an, an annual basis, it was like an additional, if I could have kept going with the, uh, with the shorter term vacation rental style, it could have, you know, created an extra twenty thousand dollars a year for me but unfortunately a lot of the regulations are changing in toronto and it is limiting a a lot of people from doing that yes uh, it's really interesting to see if you do get something in place there's a lot of money to be made on vacation rental route Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah airbnb is it's almost like it's uh you know, a verb or a noun or something. People have this I negative, know. negative connotation. of yes, it. And all, the, all the cities are coming up with all these um, regulations to just stop them. Well, that's horrible.
0: They always handcuff us when we're able to make some good money. Like yeah. this property here, like because it is a condo um, mm-hmm. and, and she couldn't live in there anymore. She had to move closer to, for work purposes. The Airbnb was perfect. And you're yeah. having great. People coming through. Oh, yeah, Yeah.
1: fantastic! I mean, I wasn't renting it out on a nightly basis. It was to professionals for a couple month terms, and it was fantastic. But uh,
2: I've I've done long term rentals, and I found that you know whether it's the location or just the the way a long uh, short term rental works is you get a higher clientele. They mm -hmm. you know they leave the place you know, looking nice. And and also you have a, a cleaning staff or someone comes in every couple of days. So the place is being maintained. It's not getting That's
0: run down. Yeah. So well, I have one too. Yes. I like to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I have one on the lake here in Burlington and um, it's fully furnished. Now, as I mentioned earlier, a little bit over overdone. But it's not overdone. It's just the house is 150 years old. It's right on the lake. So it's an old cottage. And, um, and again, renting that on a regular basis would be maybe... 4000 a month, and here I'm getting 10000 a month. So you can see the difference, right? So yeah. I'm, you know, outside of condos. You, yeah,
1: when you create, when you furnish it, you create this whole image, environment, maybe. this image for people that they can just step in and be right there, as yeah. opposed to having to worry about yeah. all the amenities and all the little things that, you know, it's just hassle-free at that point.
2: Yeah, like it, it seems like more work to manage a vacation rental, but I see it as a lot less headaches than the long-term rentals that I've had in the past.
0: Well... Mm-hmm. Dealing with the Landlord and Tenant Act is the biggest issue, right? Today, the tenants have the say on everything, which is so frustrating. I mean, it still makes income properties, you know, a good asset and a good buy. But at the end of the day, they basically rule the roost. Like you have no say when it comes to uh, long-term tenants, where here we have the ability to, if they're not paying or they're not people we want in there, we can get escort them out, yeah. and there isn't any issues. It's all part of the the whole deal, so it's a lot better for that reason, I would say, for yeah. sure, and yeah, I mean if you have a bad,
2: bad guest, they're only there for a couple of days, you know and as long as you've pre-screened them and you know they're yeah. not having a party, you know i I try and greet my guests to make sure there's not oh, yeah, ten people sure. in the house sure.
1: I like to do that
0: too, yeah. like Jordan as well, like she met every single one of her tenants, and I, I think,
1: think it's important. important to know yeah. who's yeah. coming in and that staying. I
0: mean sometimes. They may come and go, and I only talk to
2: them on on the messaging. But you know, I, like I at least had a conversation, and I make sure I let them know that I'm available.
1: So let's look into the numbers on your yeah. property then. So how much can you do? You think as an approximate figure that you're grossing um, from that vacation rental?
2: So I'm averaging four thousand a month. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, July, August, when I'm booked 30, 31 days, I could be making eight, ten thousand 10000 a month. So what what would that be annually? What do you uh, make annually? Close to, close to 60000 know. Right.
1: So you've oh, got 60000 that you're bringing in. And then what would your, you know, approximate expenses be yeah, it's, per year?
2: It's pretty much any expense you have for a regular long-term rental, except I just, I have to pay GST. So that's, I actually include that.
0: So at the end of the day, so what we want to show our viewers is, you know, there's something called a cap rate. And when you get into the investment property world, a lot of it is based on a cap rate. Mm -hmm. And a cap rate really is, um, it's the net operating income on the property divided by purchase price. And that can give you a cap rate. And that identifies really the returns that you're receiving on this property. And if you're overpaying or underpaying. So today in our market, Real estate world is insane, specifically Mm -hmm. income-producing assets, okay? Because that that just sells like hotcakes. So finding them today is difficult, and we're getting cap rates. And now cap rates, the higher the cap rate is, the better. The better. Right? And today we're seeing three, four, five... Uh, percent cap rates and in Toronto forget it it's just impossible but even when you're going into the outskirts of the city and um, smaller towns and things like that you're still seeing only five percent cap rates in Ontario currently so when we were doing the analysis on yours and and based on what you you paid three hundred thousand for the property and you're netting, which means your gross income minus all the expenses that you have. You're netting about thirty thousand
1: or forty thousand. Okay. Forty yeah, thousand.
2: I mean, the expenses are are your utilities, your property tax, you know. But there's also uh, we I pay a cleaner to come in every time, and right. I have laundry costs. So yeah, it's about twenty thousand is the.
1: So twenty thousand. So you're netting forty thousand a year off of this vacation rental, which is amazing. So therefore, the
0: cap rate on this property is over 13%. So where do you go today and get 13% cap Mm -hmm. rate? Maybe North Bay, maybe, maybe, yeah, somewhere way, way north. That's where you're going to see these kind of caps. So if you can purchase real estate in Niagara-on-the-Lake and be able to have the appreciation that that's happening, what's happening there right now, plus have a cap rate of 13%, -hmm. I think it's totally worth getting into Yeah short-term yeah. rental programs. It's amazing mm-hmm. we should all be doing this and yeah and and it's just regular financing so it's best not to get into the condo world because then you're you're regulated by the condominium corporation and what they're saying and most of them now aren't allowing for it because they don't like the transition yeah. of people coming and going and, and
1: yeah that brings up a great point you know if, if someone is looking to get involved in a vacation rental or a short-term rental what kind of things should they look out for and you know the regulations those changes is definitely something to be aware of because absolutely. that could be limiting depending on on the yeah. region and the location of your property.
2: Yeah, you have to re- um, realize what Toronto's doing with Airbnbs. Um, you have to understand that Lake has a... A short-term license so what are the guidelines for that so what mm-hmm. do you have to do to get the license is it is it onerous or um basically you have to actually have someone's mate, local person's name on the license so i live there so my name's on the license or you know you can
0: so you actually have to live there to get a license you uh, can't yeah. buy a short-term rental and just no and you'd have to hire someone like me to manage it for ah. you, or put my name on it okay so but we can still buy it and have yes. someone like you manage yeah. it and then awesome. we still can benefit from these types of yeah. returns. And then you've got a place that you can actually get away to, you know, when you want to take a Fantastic. Busy. You paid 300000 for that. When did you it's buy it? Beginning of 2014. So what's it worth today?
2: Uh, just I don't, curious. Yeah. <laughs> so if you look on MLS now, any property in the old town area is about $550 plus.
0: And financing for this type of product is just a regular residential mortgage, right? So. Uh,
2: well, yeah, it's... You know, with all the mortgage rules now, you know, it's not your principal residence, so you're not going to get 5 term You're probably going to have to come up with
0: 20%. 20% down. So, regular rental properties, 80% loan-to-value. Yeah. You can still get a 30-year amortization. Yeah. Right?
2: So, I mean, it is, it's actually looked at as a business as well,
0: so that comes with some financing problems. But- However... Me being in the business, I have to tell you this: <laughs> that um, when you're buying something like that, if you're not, if it's not an existing property that way, it is just a regular. It's your cottage, house, it's your second right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So exactly, you decide to turn it into a vacation rental, and that's your intentions. Yeah. But you're buying it today, and it's currently today just a house or a rental property, yeah. so there won't be any issues with with no, financing something. But like that. No, it's you can go to you know private lending or oh, there's so much we can do. I mean, there's never a deal. No that I come across that I can't finance, right? Unless it's a really, really bad property somewhere contaminated. And <laughs> that's a different story. But when it comes to residential stuff like this, mm-hmm. absolutely, there's always a way. Yeah. Absolutely. You
1: know, if I want to get started in a vacation rental, some other things that would be important, I think, would be uh, seasonality. And that's another huge one, right? Yeah, because- it's, you
2: know, it's location, you want to find someplace that people actually want to go to. So I mean, as long as you've got tours coming to the area, you know it's it's fair game for a for a vacation rental it's just the question is how much bookings are you going to get
1: right you know? I, so i think ideally it's best to go into cities or areas that have you know um Basically, a, high tourism. Uh, yeah, high tourism or like, driving hey, factors at okay. many different times of the year, mm-hmm. many different seasons yes. so that it can, you know, increase your occupancy there.
0: Whistler, BC is, is phenomenal for that. So yeah. Canada-wide, there's a lot of opportunities for us to get into this investment. Yeah, any cottage country, you know, may not be full year, but, you know, right. if you can fill up your summer, then you still, can still be making Well, I think our already. time is up. Oh. Do you believe it already? <laughs> 30 minutes are gone. Yes.
1: So for more information on how to get started with vacation rentals, short-term rentals, or even the financing associated with these properties, you can contact us at profunds.ca. 30 minutes are up. Go create wealth. Any and all of the opinions expressed by guests on this program were theirs alone and did not necessarily reflect those of the network, the producers, or the host. Please consult a professional advisor before making any investment decisions.